Um, okay, Parshas Boy. So two concepts that I wanted to touch on. The first is, and interestingly, when we were on the way to the Shira, Avram mentioned Mamish the Sinyan. In this week's Parsha, we have the Pasuk in Perakid Beis, Pasuk Beis. Hachodesh Hazel Lachem Rosh Chadoshim. Rishon Hu Lachem Lachad Shehashan. And that is actually the first mitzvah that we received as we became a nation, which is the mitzvah of Rish Chodesh. Hashem calls uh, Meshur Rabbeinu and Rish Chodesh Nisan, and He tells them this concept, that this Chodesh of, uh, of Nisan should be Rish Chodesh, the first of the Chodeshim, and according to Chazal, it's at this point that we were given the mitzvah of Rish Chodesh. Now, this mitzvah is referenced in the very first Rashi in the entire Torah. As they have here in the second line, Rashi Bereshis, Pasuk Aleph, Perik Aleph, Pasuk Aleph. Rashi begins the, his Pirish on the Torah by saying, Amar Rabbi Yitzchak. Rabbi Yitzchak said, Seemingly, the Torah should have began with this Pasuk. From this week's Parsha, Chedesh HaZalachem. Shehi mitzvah rishoyna shenitztavu ba Yisrael. Because this is the first mitzvah that we were commanded as a nation. Now the truth is, it's still before Matan Torah, but it's the beginning of the saga of Matan Torah, and it's considered the mitzvah Rishonim. Therefore, Mamatam Pasach Bebereshis, Rashi asks in the name of Rabbi Yitzchak, so what's the reason we start Bebereshis? Rashi gives whatever reason, which is not important for our purposes here. Um, it's interesting to note Rabbi Yitzchak. Bepashtus, um, Rabbi Yitzchak, Rashi doesn't normally name the, the people who he talks, who brings his Pirushim from. The Mepharshim say because Rashi's father was Yitzchak. So he wanted to be Miramas, his father, in the first name of his magnum opus, his Pirush on the Torah. But be that as it may, it's clear that this, parsha, this Pasuk is an amazing Pasuk. It's the first mitzvah of the Torah. Now, we know that even a Havamina in Torah, even a question, has credence, has significance. So even though the Torah doesn't actually start from this Pasuk because of the reason Rashi gives. But still, there's a chashivus. There's got to be a chashivus to the fact that this is the first mitzvah of the Torah. And the question is what? What's so special about the mitzvah of Rish Chodesh that that becomes such a central mitzvah that that's the first mitzvah of the Torah? So let's look at a couple of ideas, a couple of pirushim possibilities. This is the first mitzvah for Klai Yisrael? Yeah. Okay. Right. Because Hashem told Avraham to do a bris milah. Right. So Hashem told Avraham to do a bris milah. And also we have a little bit later, we have also earlier than that in the Torah, we have the mitzvah of Purivu, to have children. So those are mitzvahs that are mentioned earlier. But it's a, the Rambam text talks about in Pirush Mishnah is that all those were said before to B'nai Noyach, to everyone. And then when the Torah was given, they were re-given. But this is the first mitzvah that was given to us as a nation preparing for Matan Torah. So therefore this Rashi calls it the mitzvah Rishayna. So the Shaila is why. What's so special, what's so chashav about this mitzvah that this is the mitzvah Rishayna? So a couple of ideas. First from the Eben Ezra in our Parsha. And the Evan Ezra, it's a, it's a little lengthy, I'm not going to read all of it, but he makes an interesting note. He says, the Mitzvah Rish Chodesh is so unclear. It doesn't say here, how do we do it? When do we do it? What day? How do we go with the Moilad? Which Moilad? You know, the, anyone ever learned the Rambam, Hilchas Kiddush HaChodesh, mm-hmm. probably one of the hardest parts of the entire Rambam, where he goes into all the astronomy and all, this, all the Cheshbonis, and, and the Torah just says, man, it's Rish Chodesh. Go figure. So the Evan Ezra asks, he says, Vihine how do we do this? What if the spring is not in the right time? You know, we have the whole concept of the Iberior. He says, this is a tremendous kasha. He says, when it comes to Tsaras, every detail. He says, It's only individual people. It's not, doesn't apply to every time. And so when it comes to Tzaras, every detail the Torah tells us. But when it comes to the whole calendar, 
which is the Yom Tovim, which is Shabbos. V'hiniach dvar hamoyedim shekol Yisrael chayovim l'shamrim b'chol zman v'yashkaros alachilas chametz ve'pesach achilas yemachipurim. Our whole calendar is dependent on this, and Moshe is so cryptic about it. So the Avnei asks, "What's going on?" He says, "Ve'la dvarim tzvichim pirush aruch." The concept of Rosh Chodesh needs so much pirush. He says, This is a sign. He says, The Torah there is empowering the Bezdin. He's saying, This very central Indian, I'm giving it over to the Bezdin, to the Messiah of the Bezdin to do it. In other words, in the very first Mishra of the Torah, Hashem is being miramis to us the centricity of Torah Shabal and of the Bezdin of the every Torah. And therefore, it leaves this major mitzvah sort of in the open and says, You guys take care of this, sort of. As we find later in the Chumash, where it talks about. Um, the Meirim it says Elo Meirim Asher Tikru Oisam and the Gemara says Tikru Atam that you're the ones who call them you're the ones who establish when is Rosh Chodesh and when is the Ibriyar and we know Bezin establishes all of it so that becomes one of the reasons why this is the first mitzvah in the Torah because Hashem wanted to be Miramis in this special mitzvah which is entirely up to the Bezdin the power and the, cent- the central nature of Torah Shabbat and the Bezdin the Sanhedrin Shabbat Shabbat that's one pshat one pirush let's move on another pirush is that this mitzvah has a special unique concept that we are mikadesh dizman, that we sanctify time. We know that we have a mission in this world to bring holiness into the world. And normally we think about, we bring holiness into this object, or that, you know, with tefillin and tzitzis and a mitzvah. But then we have the concept of bringing kedusha to time, the whole concept of time. Which mitzvah more than any other is mikadesh zman? It's Kiddush HaChodesh. We're Mekadosh the Chodesh. We make it holy. And that way we're sort of making the whole framework of time holy. And that's something powerful that we have, Dafke in this mitzvah. And it goes even more than that. And we'll read here the Rambam in Hilchas Kiddush HaChodesh, Perik Aleph, Halach Avav and Zayin. He says, Bezdin Mechashvin Becheshboines. Bezdin made calculations. Kedarach Shemechashvin Ha'itztagninim. Just like the astrologers and the astronomers are making all types of cheshbonis, the Bezdin has to know the ways of the uh, stars, and how they travel, and they study this and they look closely into this, till they know him. Is it possible that the moon will be seen on the 30th night? And this becomes a mitzvah asayim in atayra al-basin sheyachshivu v'yedu im yira ha-yireich yira. In other words, this mitzvah really makes Bezdin into astronomers and makes them, turns them into people who are knowledgeable in all of the cheshbayinus of astronomy and astrology and all of that becomes sanctified through their involvement in that. In other words, this is a very central mitzvah. It's not just a detail. You're not just dealing with uh, the period of tefillin that you're putting on or the matzah that you're eating. It's dealing with the whole concept of time concept of time and astronomy and astrology astrology, and this brings Kedusha to the whole Mahalach HaYireach the whole how, this, how the moon goes and the stars go and so on and so forth and most of us don't know these things but the big Batidinim the big Rabbanim they have to know these Inyanim cold and that brings Kedusha to all of these sciences and all of these Inyanim when they're used for Torah used for Kedusha somewhat similar to what we were just talking about the, the usage of the internet and such types of things for Kedusha so here we're using the, the constellations the constellations and the sun and the moon and the going all of that is included in this mitzvah of Reish Chaydesh and Kedusha Chaydesh when the witnesses came they saw the new moon based in what knew enough to question them intelligently right Right? I think that's, I think it says Ram Gamliel had whole maps in his house and, and globes and signs. I mean, they, they were big astronomers and they had to know all of that. So this becomes an additional reason why this mitzvah is the beginning because this mitzvah gives, empowers us to bring Kedusha to time 
and not just to the day of Rishchidus, but all the time that leads up to it, the entire concept of how time works all becomes Kaddish through this first Misfit in the Torah. Okay, another idea. Another idea. Rashi, in Parshas Yisrael, talks about when we came, when did we come to Sinai? When did we come to Sinai to receive the Torah? On Rosh Chodesh. Pasuk says, This day, which day? Is Rosh Chodesh. Says Rashi, Should have said on that day they came to Sinai. What it means on this specific day? A person should every day look at Torah as it was given to me today. That same concept we have later in Pashas Ki Savoy, where it says, and that's on the next line here, says, On this day Hashem is commanding you, Every day, Torah and mitzvah should be in your eyes like new. As if on this day we were commanded to do Torah and mitzvah. So what do these two Rashis tell us? The importance of chidush, of always feeling the newness of Torah and mitzvah. Human nature is that things get old, that things get boring, that things get... Uh, Wrote. By rote, right? I just do it. I did it, I did it yesterday. I did it yesterday. You know, same shachra, same mincha. You know, it gets by rote. And here we have a special mitzvah in the Torah of chidush, that we should always feel the newness of Torah. And that's where the first mitzvah is, ha-chidush hazeh, ha-chidush is nilashin chidush. Ha-chidush hazeh, just like a moon, uh, just like the moon is constantly waxing and waning and starting over. A new chidush, a new zman, a new haschala. So the exactly like a new um, statement from the king. So this becomes another remez in Rosh Chodesh being the first mitzvah because the concept of Rosh Chodesh has to accompany us in every mitzvah that every mitzvah has to always be like new. Not only we should feel like new, there's an additional concept, which is that we create a chidush in the world when we do mitzvahs. We bring new kedusha in the world, we bring new um, chayis to the world through our mitzvahs. And that's indicated in the next Gemara that we have here. Mesech Teksuvah, Tafeyam Aleph, Dorash Bar Kapara. Bar Kapara Darshan, and he said, G'doylim maisei tzadikim yoyser mi maisei shamayim v'oretz. The actions of tzadikim is greater than the, than the creation of heaven and earth. Where does that come from? Says the Gemara. When it comes to creation, the Pasuk says in Shayahu, Hashem says, My hand founded the earth, the my right, my right hand uh, spread out the heavens. So it's one hand. When it comes to the actions of Sadiqim, the Pasuk says, They created a Besamikdash for the presence of Hashem. Mikdash Adnai, a sanctuary for Hashem. Two hands. It says the Gemara Suvis that Hashem's creation is with one hand, and our uh, what we do in the world is two hands. What does that mean? So the Svarim of Chasidus explained that Hashem creates the world to a certain level, a certain degree, and He gives, uh, He empowers us that we should be mechadish in the Bria. We should add kedusha. We should bring greater um, koyach and greater chayis to the world than it has on its own. And that's the idea of gedolim maiset tzadikim. Um, when Hashem creates the world, He says, Asher baro alukim la'asais. Right, la'asais l'sakin. Hashem created a world and says, you guys fix it up. You guys bring in the Kedusha. You guys reveal godliness in this world. All of this is the concept of Chidush. That Chidush is that we feel like new when we do it. It's a new mitzvah. It's a new day. It's a new tefillah. And Chidush, that we bring Chidush into the world through our Avedah. And all of this is alluded to in the fact that the first mitzvah is Rish Chidush. 
So, how, just to summarize, how many explanations did we have over here? Why the first mitzvah is Rish Chaydash? The first one was from the Evan Ezra. And that is the concept that this mitzvah underscores the centricity of the Bezdin, of the Sanhedrin, that gives us the Kayach to make the Rish Chaydash. Then we had the concept of bringing holiness to time. And based on the Rambam, it's not just the actual day of Rosh Chedesh, but we bring holiness to the whole concept of time. Because we're studying the astronomy and the astrology and the way, the, the, the workings of the sun and the moon and the constellations. And then we had the concept of Chidush, the newness that we're supposed to feel when we learn Torah, when we do mitzvahs, when we daven, and the newness that we bring into the world through our Avodah of Torah mitzvahs, bringing Chidusha and newness into the world that Hashem created. All of this is explanations, and of course there's more, but some explanations and the concept of why the mitzvah of Rosh Chodesh is the first mitzvah of the Torah. Okay, we have a couple of minutes, let's try to do part two over here. Totally different in here. So, in this week's parsha, we have Yitzhiyas Mitzrayim. That's this week's parsha. Which two mitzvahs were given to us preceding Yitzhiyas Mitzrayim? We have, we say it in the of Pesach, Dam Pesach and Dam Mila. The mitzvah of the blood of the Karban Pesach that was brought on the 14th of Nisan, and the blood of the Brismila that the Jewish people also did on that same day or evening, the 14th and 15th of Nisan. So, Pasik says, Perik Yud Beis, Pasik Gimel, the sixth Pasha, of course, Dabrul Kaladas Yisrael Emer, tell the Jewish people, saying, Be'asur Lachodesh Hazan, the tenth day of the month, the Yikhulam Ish Selabes Obes Selabais, each one should take a sheep for each home. And this was said to them on the tenth of the month. Now, they didn't bring the carbon on the 10th. When did they bring the carbon? Four days later, on the 14th. The Pasuk says in Pasuk Vav, Four days you should watch it, guard it. That's the 14th day of the month. All the Jewish people should shech the carbon in the evening of, the, of that first night of Pesach. Says Rashi, Why did we have to acquire the carbon Pesach four days before we shechted it? We don't find this later. This is a one-time mitzvah. You know, for thousands of years, uh, or whatever, for as long as there was a Besamekdash, we had to have a Gurban Pesach, but never did we have to acquire the sheep four days earlier. What was the reason for that there? Says Rashi. Rabbi Masya ben Kharash Oimer. Rabbi Masya ben Kharash would say, Hari Oimer. Pasuk says, Nyechaskal ve'ever olayich ve'erich, that Hashem says, I passed over to you and I saw, Hine itech eis doidim. It's a time of revelation of love, which means the time has come for that that oath that I that I swore to Avram. The time has come for me to express and to fulfill the oath that I took to Avram that I would redeem his children. But the Jewish people didn't have mitzvahs. In order to be redeemed, they had to have some type of merit. You're, you were naked. Naked means naked of mitzvahs. And therefore, Hashem gave us the two mitzvahs, Dam Pesach and Dam Mila, the blood of the Karim Pesach, the blood of the Bris Mila, because the Jewish people circumcised themselves that night. Shenemar, as the Pasuk says, dear in Yecheskel, and we say it in Haggadah, Misbeiseses Bidomayach. We were, what is Misbeiseses, how do you touch it? Uh, we were sort of rolling, or I don't know, we were, we were wallowing in our blood. Bishnei Domim, two bloods. The blood, Vaimer, again, again, the blood of the Pesach and the Mila. With the blood of your bris, I sent out the captives from a pit where there was no water. Okay. Because the people were so um, immersed 
in idol worship. Omar Lahem, he told them, Mishchu Kulachem, draw back and take for yourselves, Mishchu Yidechem Avedezara, draw your hands from Avedezara, Kulchem Sin Shal Mitzvah, take the sheep for the carbon Pesach. That's, it's a lengthy Rashi, an idea of Ramasya bin Kharash. Interestingly, Rashi didn't clearly ever answer the question he began with. Right? What was the, the opener question was, why four days? Right, yeah. He asked the question, why did they bring, and he gives us this whole long drasha from Ramasya bin Kharash. That we didn't have mitzvahs, Hashem wanted to redeem us, we didn't have the mitzvahs, and he gave us the mitzvahs, and he said, don't do Avedazar anymore, and bring the sheep. Okay, what's for the four days? Somehow that, he asked the question, went off into a whole thing. It's like, you know, sometimes, you know, sometimes drushes do that. They ask you a question and the drusha gets so long, everyone forgets what the question was. But here you look back at the Rashi, where was the answer to the question? So, um, let, to, make, to make it short, what is the idea of these two mitzvahs? Hashem sees that we don't have any mitzvahs. He gives us two. Why dafka these two? Why dafka the mitzvah of brismila and mitzvah of dam pesach? He could have given us any two mitzvahs. And why two? He can give us one mitzvah or give us three mitzvahs. And Dafka, two mitzvahs that we have to have in order to have Yitzhak Mitzrayim. And the explanation given is that these two mitzvahs represent two general, um, um, two general, two general foundations of Avodah Hashem, which are Surmira and Asetov, to go away from evil and to, go, and to come towards good. What's Surmira and Asetov in mitzvahs in general? Mitzvah slow say mitzvah say right? Mitzvah say is say tov. We do mitzvahs, you know, we daven and we, we learn Torah and we put on tefillin and so on. And and surmira, we don't eat treif and we don't you know do things that are forbidden. Surmira say tov. That's the two general sides of serving Hashem. These two mitzvahs that were chosen to give us the schus of Yitzchak Mitzrayim embodied surmira and say tov. How are, how is that? And there's different ways of understanding this, but the way we'll say over here is bris mila is a covenant between us and Hashem. It's making the covenant. That's asetov, coming closer, making a bond, doing things to connect. Korban Pesach was the ultimate surmira. And why is that? Because we had to, because the sheep was the deity of the Egyptians. That was the Avedizara. So the Jewish people who were involved in Avedizara, when they were saying, you know what, we'll take the animals and bring them as a korban to Hashem, that was the ultimate fulfillment of going away from Avedizara, going away from bad and going towards Hashem instead. And that's these two mitzvahs. I say, bris mila, connecting us, creating that bond. Surmira is the carbon Pesach, taking that sheep away from Avedezara. Mishchu, go away from Avedezara and take the sheep and give it away to Hashem. Now, but we were so involved in Avedezara. We're talking about the Jewish people were idolatrous, most of them. So in order, when you do something in one day, one shot, it's not necessarily real. Because, you know, you're not thinking, you just do it. When do you know that someone did something, he thought it through and he really cares about it and he really wants to do it, when it takes a couple of days, right? How many days? When, when, uh, when Avram Avinu was sent to the Akedah, Hashem says to Avram, go bring your son as a sacrifice. How many days does it take for Avram to go? Pasuk says, three full days. In other words, it, the, when he brought, the day of the Akedah was four days since the commandment to take your son. Wow. Says Rashi. So people shouldn't say, oh, he just got confused and did it right away. No, he thought it through thoroughly, four days, then he did it, then it's real. We have the concept of four days, meaning it's a time period enough that tells us that a person does, didn't just do it. It's a thorough, thoroughly thought through behavior and the person means to do it. So just like by when you leave, when Avram Avinu had to do the Mesiris Nefesh or the Akedah, it had to take four days to make sure that he means it with an MS. When we were going away from being immersed in Avedah Zara, we had to have that four days of saying, yes, we're taking that sheep and we're going away. We're not serving it. We're giving it away to Hashem. And that's the Indian that says over here, look in the Pasuk, in the Pasuk, Tehillim, Perik, Lam, Dalid, Sur Meira, 
In order to come close to Hashem, we have to go through the two steps of Sur Miran Asetov, going away from bad and then coming closer to good, and then Bakish Shalom, we come and Ruvakish Hashem, and the same is with Yitzhak Mitzrayim. Ramasi ibn Khorosh is telling us that they had to have the mitzvah of Sur Mirah, which is get away from the Avedizar, and the mitzvah of Asetov, which is bringing uh, the bris milah in order Bakish Shalom to go out of Mitzrayim and receive the Torah. Why four days? So, as we have here in the next line, from the Rashi and Pashas Vayera, about the Akedah. Why did Hashem made, make Avram wait so many days for the Akedah? People shouldn't say, Hashem just surprised him and shocked him in a sudden way. He wasn't thinking. If Avram would have time to think it through, Elibo, take it to heart, he wouldn't do it. Hashem says, no, it will be a four-day process. And then everyone will know that Avram thought this through and knows what he's doing and he's giving his son away to me. In the same way, the Jewish people, it's a four-day process of leave, taking, of getting rid of the sheep uh, for, uh, from Avedizari use and saying that, no, I'm bringing this to Hashem. That's the ultimate sur mirah going away from Avedizari. And to finish with something very fascinating, who's the one who said this old Vatar? Who's the one who told us this whole concept of the two mitzvahs and this? Rashi said in the name of Ramasya ben Chorosh. An unusual, we don't hear a lot of Ramasya ben Chorosh. Who was Ramasya ben Chorosh? What was it about him that made him the one that says this Dvar Torah? It's interesting to note, it doesn't say Ramasya ben Chorosh Omer. It says, Hoya Ramasya ben Chorosh Omer, which means this is something he would say. This was like a, a standard Dvar Torah of his. Why was he so into this Dvar Torah? So here's an interesting, a beautiful thing. The Gemara says in Sanhedrin, Lama Beis, Lama Beis, you should always go, you should always pursue, go to the place of the great Chachamim to their yeshivas. And the Gemara Sanhedrin goes through every Chacham where his yeshiva was. Where was Rabbi Akiva's yeshiva, was Rabbi Gamliel's yeshiva. And it says here, Interesting. Rabmasia's yeshiva was in Rome. Now Rome was the center of Golos. Rome, the Romans are the ones that destroyed the Besamekdash. The other Tano, the other Amirim were in Eretz Yisrael, Lod and Brebrak. Ramasia's yeshiva was in Rome, and it wasn't a small yeshiva. It's interesting, the Hagos Maimonus, which is an important period on the, uh, on the Rambam, from the Marami Rottenberg's Talmud, he writes, mm-hmm. In his time, that was the ultimate base Medrash. The ultimate Sanhedrin was in Rome. Why? Because Ramasia understood that you have to go into Golos and you have to be Mekar of the Yidin there and teach them Torah there in order to give them the schus for Geula. Rav Masi understood this concept that he says here, that the Jewish people needed Geula, so what had to happen? They had to have mitzvahs, they had to have the bris, and they had to have the Korban Pesach, because you have to go into Mitzrayim in order to give them the opportunity to have the schus and to have Geula. So he went to Rome, which was the epicenter of Golos. And there he opened his yeshiva. There he opened his place to be Makar of Yidin and teach them Torah mitzvahs. And we'll finish with something fascinating. It says in the Seder Hadaris, and there's also the Sefer Gilguli Neshamas from Menachem Azari Mipanu, Talmud of the Arizal. They say, Reb Masya, he was a nitzot. His neshama came from Yosef HaTzadik. Who was Yosef HaTzadik? The one who was in Egypt. He was in Mitzrayim. He was in the most decadent places. And he brought about Kedusha and Torah and Mitzvahs in those places in order to bring the Jewish people to Geula. And that's why it's this Rav Masya, who's the Nitzvah, who's the spark of, of Yosef HaTzadik, who he's the one who teaches us that the Yidna are in they need, they need to have Geula. We have to provide them the right Mitzvahs, Surmir Rav in order that they should be Zoycha to the Geula from Mitzrayim and the same to in our generation to the Geula Shleimah with Mashiach, Bezra Hashem. Sure.
when did the, did the, did the um, 